Welcome to the Just Grease Podcast. My name is Erica. My name is Eloy. And here we talk about all things that just need grace. On this episode, we're going to talk about sharing the gospel with your children. Your children? One child currently with us. (laughs) With our one children in the less than 24 months experience that we have. And it makes us absolutely qualified <laughs> to talk about it because we have experienced all the ranges of children that grow up in your house. Yeah. I'm sure there was a word for that. I just yeah. couldn't, I couldn't find it. <laughs> That's fine. No, here we are talking about today is how we share the gospel with, with your children and why should we should share the gospel with our children and how we do it. Yeah. So the first thing is really, what is the gospel? Um, good news. It's some great news. It's some great news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is good news. And what is that good news? It is that Jesus uh, was born of a virgin. He's the son of God, lived a perfect life, died on a criminal's cross, was buried in Joseph's tomb, rose again after three days, ascended to the, to the right hand of the father. And from that, all humanity and all those who place their trust in Jesus Christ will have their sins atoned for because in the beginning, Adam and Eve, they broke God's law. They disobeyed God. And everyone ever since has continued that trend of making themselves God, whether we notice it or not, we're always Mm -hmm. putting our wants, our needs, our desires first. But the whole point is that we need to Submit to God, Mm. submit to his ways, submit to his will, love him because he loves us Mm -hmm. and not rebel and reject him. And because we have all broken God's laws, because we have all, you know, sinned against a holy God, God did not just leave us to be abandoned, you know, into hell, but that through the blood of Jesus, we will be reconciled to Mm -hmm. him. This is good news because now these sinners, us, you and I, can become sons and daughters of the Most High God. Yeah, it's been fire. Your response was better than mine. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> uh, you know. No, it's important. It's important for you to share that fully. Yeah, I try to summarize it best I can. Yeah. Not really that great, but <laughs> you guys get the idea, hopefully, if not message us we'd love to share with you more about what the gospel is Mm -hmm. than just you know what you hear on the podcast but the whole point is why we need to share this good news that sinners can become sons and daughters with our children yeah why is it important why i think kind of going back to our upbringing up upbringings are very different and so um i think coming together and, and starting your own family I wasn't, I wasn't born in a Christian household. And so you being born in a Christian household, I think it's very important to, you know, share with your children as an, as an open home, you know, why we do what we do. Why do we go to church? Why do we worship? Why do we pray? And so, I mean, I, I remember there was a few times I went to church as a little girl and, and I don't know, it was never taught on it's never said why we why we went you know it it was just a good thing to do you know but it was never explained why it was a good thing to do so i think having that open communication with your children on you know 
going to church and, and being around other believers and what that means and, and more of a root of it. Yeah, the whole root of it is like, yo, homeboy, Lucas, <laughs> you is a sinner too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's going to be two. He's not going to understand <laughs> that. But they, we, that's that's the idea mm-hmm. is the reason your children are not our children, our child, Lucas, yeah. he needs to hear the gospel is because he's a sinner as well. Yeah. And in Psalms, uh, Psalms 51 verse 5 is one of the clearest uh, verses that talk about this. He says, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. So the whole point is that, hey, since conception, mm-hmm. I've been a sinner. Mm-hmm. I've been separated from God. And sometimes we look at our kids, especially like a newborn child, and we're like, man, this is an angel. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of look at it as like, wow, they started off so innocent. They started off so perfect. And then they became a sinner. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the Bible teaches us. From the very moment, we are all separated from God mm-hmm. because of sin. And so that's why we have to share the good news with our children yeah. to say, hey, there's there's hope. There's life. You know, it's not just these desires that we chase after and hunger after, but there's actually the being in whom our desires should be for. And from that, we receive all these blessings, all this love, all this joy, when we're finally connected to the source of life himself. Because until then, we're living this broken, messed up life mm-hmm. filled with our own greeds and passions and 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 wants. Yeah. But until we're connected the God who loves us, then we won't really understand like our need for the gospel because it's for someone who hears that they're a sinner mm-hmm. and they don't believe that they're just like, Oh cool. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But when the Holy spirit does his work in the heart of the person, no matter how old or how small, um, that's when the change and the process of change starts to happen. And our role as parents is to help you know, steward that and shepherd that change ultimately done by the will of God, but doing our part and mm-hmm. explaining it, but also living out the gospel Yeah, in front of our son. 100% being, um, I know when, when we had Lucas, I was like, man, this kid is coming home with us. Like, this kid is our responsibility, not only, you know, in a practical way, but in a spiritual way as well. You know, God has entrusted us to be you know, his parents and, and steward him in, in the right way and, and show him, you know, the good news essentially. And so it's just, it's like I said, kind of going back as far as him being two, you know, how do we share the gospel with a two-year-old? Yeah. And so I think the best way to describe that is just, you know, he can't, he doesn't verbally communicate with you at this point, but just the way he sees his mom and dad, the way he sees his mom and dad love each other, the way he sees them respond and, and how they, you know, communicate with others and and public and, you know, how they love on others. And I think that's just the, the key thing at this stage. And right now due to his Mm -hmm. age, that is how you share the gospel with him. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, And what's important is because, you know, at such a young age, they absorb everything. Oh, a hundred percent. And so it's also our role to, communicate the gospel verbally Mm -hmm. to share the whole story of redemption through Genesis from Genesis through to revelation Mm -hmm. 
and to, sh- to show like our need for God. Um, and then also, Hey, it's not just words. We also got to live it out in front of him. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, that's kind of like where the whole grace thing comes, comes in. It's yeah. like, okay, how do we convey this and, and share it in a way that he can grasp it, mm-hmm. but also in the way that he sees the effects of the gospel mm. in his parents. Yeah, definitely. Kind of jumping back to the, the grace part. Um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. I totally just left me right now. Like I'm <laughs> Well, I, I had I had something that happened. And if you find it, feel free to interrupt. Um when I was at camp last year leading worship, man, it it would break my heart when I would sit down with one of the kids and they would tell me, like, this is a Christian camp. Mm-hmm. This is from a, a Christian private school. And I'm sitting there with them and they'd say, you know, I'm, I think I believe in God, but at home, my parents who take me to church and who pay for me to go to the school, they, they hate each other. Mm. They're always fighting. They're, they don't, they go to church, but then when we come home, they live a completely different life. No. And mm. as long as I just get to my room and we don't interact and I don't bother them. They don't bother me. Like I can be okay. I can get through this. That's horrible. Ugh. And <clears throat> it shows you how important it is. Not only that we just take them to church and mm-hmm. just reading the Bible stories, but that we're actually being changed by what we say we believe mm-hmm. because that makes a huge impact on your kid. Being intentional with your children too. I think just in any way possible is sharing the gospel and sharing truth. Um, I know with Lucas, like we buy books that emphasize, you know, Christ's work on the cross. And, and I think all those little things matter. Um, man, you never share that with me though. It kind of breaks my heart that you, that happened. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it, it's appropriate for this conversation mm-hmm. because, as much as I am thinking like, okay, how am I training up my son? But to hear from someone else's perspective mm-hmm. who gets the whole church part, gets the whole, you know, being surrounded by the gospel, but never being invaded by the gospel. Mm. It's not in the home. It's outside the home where I hear it. And the first place, the very first place, that our children need to hear the gospel is at home, but where they need to see it is at home. Mm-hmm. It's the first, it's the best small group you can have. It's the best discipleship course you can take is being in a family. Definitely. I think, I think too, when I think of um, just surrounding yourself, you know, with, to other believers, I think about our church. Our church is awesome, and I'm so encouraged each time. And, and I'm so happy that Lucas gets to be a part and grow up in a church that emphasizes the gospel in every every area. You mm-hmm. know, in your home, in your relationships, and your finances. I think it's it's also a, a key thing too. Is just what is your your church emphasize? You know. Yeah, I mean that's that's one place where you and I find strength, encouragement, Mm. 
teaching, correction, being, correction. <laughs> yeah, being shepherd is being plugged into a local body yeah. of believers and, you know, s- submitting to the authority of the elders and the pastor uh, under, you know, the written word of God. And it's, and that has been a huge blessing and mm-hmm. made a huge impact mm-hmm. on the way that we parent. Yeah. And I know that I just, I surround myself with other, other moms and, and I just, I'm encouraged, I think in the sense of, I mean, going back to, I, I wasn't raised in a Christian household, so I, I'm kind of not familiar with what it looked like and, and how to do it at first. And, and, um, it's just super encouraging to see that, you know, these children are involved these kids are, are want to be here. These kids love, you know, to learn about Jesus. And I think thinking about that and thinking about our children and our future children, like it's important. I think it's, it's super lacked in, in a lot of areas, but it, it, it's so important and it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I, I'm also encouraged by the people that we surround ourselves with because as much as like, I'm like, man, they are like a solid Christian, mm-hmm. you know, from what I can what I can see and when we interact, I'm like, man, they're doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And then their kids still act up. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, yes, <laughs> like no disrespect. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's real. Yeah. You know, it is really real. I, uh, I mean, we hear the phrase all the time. If I see a kid acting up in the store, the first person I'm looking at is the parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. Yeah. Apply that same logic to us and God. Yeah. You know, does, does our behavior reflect the God that we serve? No, we're just messed up. Yeah. And the same thing with our children is understanding them is like, yeah. And the kids are great and we love them, but they're not perfect. Yeah. And they don't got it all all together. And so we, that's also where the, that grace lies in. And when we share the gospel is like, you can do everything right. Mm -hmm. And your kids are still a brat (laughs) and that's okay. I think it made it more real (laughs) for us. Like they're not faking it. It's not a show that people are putting on. Like this is life. This is just how it is sometimes, but that doesn't change how they represent Christ. So many times we can try to paint this picture of like a perfect Christian family. Mm -hmm. And that painting is always going to have smudges in it. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to be perfectly detailed. It's not going to be like that. Anyone who says that it is, you know, it was lying to you. Yeah. They're covering it up. I mean, yeah. even on this podcast, uh, you know, as, as smooth as we try to make this whole show, it's, it's rough, you know, yeah. as, as smooth as we try to paint our lives in front of everyone on social media, it's not, yeah. it's rough. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of the, like this show is to talk about those messy parts of our life. Yeah that need grace mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel with your children is one of those points because we can do everything right. We can teach them all the right things. We can even live, live it out as best as we can through the power of the Holy spirit and still our kids, you know, end up a certain way. Yeah. We can't help that. Our hope ultimately, regardless of how our children turn out. Right. Have we done everything that we can mm-hmm. in order to get them 
the gospel in order to give them the good news. Mm -hmm. That looks like successful parenting. Yeah. Because it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to say all the right things. You're not going to behave in all the right manners. But have you done everything in your power to get them in front of the gospel? Yeah. And let the gospel do the work. And let God move on their tiny little hearts. Mm. Because God loves them just as much as you do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think. I know that one time you shared a story with me when I think we were talking about going to the current church that we're at. Um, and you and you shared with me that the guy behind you is is breaking down the communion with with his son, I think. Was it? And you from what you had told me, you know, he was going, This is the bread and, and this is what this means and this is the the wine, this is the blood of Christ and I remember you sharing that with me and I don't know, it, I just never, I just, that's always stuck with me on a sense of being in depth and being intentional, going back to being intentional with your children and everything that you do, everything that you say. And these are, I mean, you're, they're your little humans. Like you created this, this person that you are looking after you they're following you wherever you go. You brought go. this little sinner in to existence, <laughs> man. So you're responsible. Do something with it. Yeah. So I I think it's just, um, it's super important and super scary at the same time because you're in charge of this this little human and, and it's huge responsibility and, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. No. Every day is an opportunity for us to share the gospel with our children. Mm -hmm. Like I said, verbally, through scripture, from Genesis to Revelation but also in our actions and being consistent um, because ultimately the, the gospel isn't about changed behavior. It's about changed hearts, mm -hmm. right? And how, how do you change hearts is you change what they worship, you know? Uh, and so for us, it's reflecting that idea and that reality that the God that we worship mm -hmm. changes our life on a daily basis throughout the most mundane, superficial things that the gospel somewhere, somehow, what we do is because of it. And we're constantly living in this response to what God has done. And so with that being said, uh, shout out to Nicole and Andrew who gave us a tag for us to end on uh, for these episodes. And what did they say it was? I don't even remember. I remember Johnny's <laughs> acronym though. You remember Johnny's acronym? Johnny, shout out to our boy Johnny. <laughs> he also gave us a tag to end on. Do you remember the acronym? No, I remember he... Oh, he gave us a, like he a grace gave acronym. Us, yeah, but I don't Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Andrew and Nicole, they told us to end it with and remember to grow in grace. And... That's what we're trying to practice mm -hmm. and hopefully communicate um, with everyone listening. So thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.